everybody, welcome back to another edition of Rapid Recap on the Inside Nebraska YouTube channel. He is Greg Smith and I'm Zach Carpenter and today we're coming to you after Nebraska's 14th practice of fall camp. Uh, we got, what, 10 left, 11 left, 11 yeah, practices we're, left. We're getting there, almost um, to single digits. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> dropping down single digits so far. Four of them, four single digits named for Nebraska no. so far uh, with Jeff Sims, Billy Kemp, um, Isaac Gifford, and Luke Reimer. Yep. And there's, I think, four, definitely four more, maybe five more, because Ethan Piper was also one of those honorary yeah. members. But we digress. <laughs> Not even close to the point here. <laughs> no, but that's As, all right. <laughs> that's all right. That's what we do here. We go mostly unscripted on your Rapid Recap episodes. Today, we had Matt Rule, yep. new tight ends coach Josh Martin, Thomas Fedoni, Nori, mm -hmm. Nori, Nori Nuwili, yep. and Anthony Grant all at the mic. Um, and before that, we had open practice period yeah. about 25 minutes or so yeah. um, which we have a lot of practice observations on InsideNebraska.com so you can re go and read all of our work from there from uh, this morning's practice but I uh, just wanted to touch on one or two of them today. Yeah. I mean, what was the biggest takeaway that you saw from practice? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. One of the things that, and it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with like formations or who was playing where or anything like that. Something that I noticed, and we have talked about this before, about all of the people that are at practice, right? All the support staff mm -hmm. and kind of on our insiders board, this has been talked about as Matt Rule has built out his, you know, kind of initial staff here in Nebraska, like how much money they're putting into all of that support staff, but that's not actually where I'm going. It's two of the most high profile of those people, Corey Campbell, the head strength coach, and then Omar Hales, uh, who's the director of player personnel, yep. Um, yep. Yeah, to get the correct title. Um, both of them out there helping to like give water and Gatorade yeah, right? out. You saw that too? So, okay. So, <laughs> yeah. that, really? I, I put that in the practice observations. Yeah. I had no idea where you were going. Yeah, okay, good, good. I'm like, oh, are you going? And to so the basketball? reason, but the reason that stood out to me is, is it was like, okay, everybody has a purpose, right? And we always talk about that with rule, right? Everything has a plan and, a, and there's a design behind it. But what I th honestly think that that was is it really just gives you, a, a, for those two guys, Omar and Corey, another ex another way to kind of have touch points with the players, mm -hmm. right? To kind of connect with them because that's a lot of times where you know guys would come off and either Omar or Corey like gave them Gatorade, they kind of joke with them a little bit, hey, good rep, you know, give them encouragement. So it's funny because you it's when they see Corey Campbell, it's not just someone that right. they see in the weight room. He could, he could just walk around and practice yelling at people, right? If he really wanted to, most strength coaches, to be honest, right. do that, right? right. Um, Omar Hales probably could not be there if he wanted to. I thought that that was really neat to see that an extension of kind of that brotherhood and everybody kind of working together on that. I, I don't think you'll see that everywhere. I'm not going to lie. That's kind of awesome that you picked that out too because <laughs> yeah. again I had no idea where you're going with the yeah. your number one observation because I threw that in there it's just a quick one or two sentence observation yeah. I'm like not a groundbreaking observation yeah. but still noteworthy or just interesting kind of stood yeah. out but I didn't know how exactly to word it <laughs> properly like you just did of yeah. why why is this important? It's not like the biggest deal in the world, but right. it's still noteworthy and important. But it, yeah, they get to know it, each other um, on a different level and how much they, you know, Matt Rule talks about this a lot, about the getting to know the people on the team. It's why they kind of, when they did the um, dorm situation, why they were roomed with guys that weren't in their position room or guys that they wouldn't ordinarily see, why he wanted them playing cards, having meals together, all of that. It all works together for kind of the same purpose. And I think this was just another example of that. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what I feel like I've been saying too much, but from just before Big Ten Media Days all the way up yeah. till today. I feel like I keep harping a little too much on this alignment and everyone yeah. moving in the same direction, that storyline, but it is, to me, the biggest storyline coming into fall camp, and it's the biggest storyline mm -hmm. right now because that was, in my mind, the number one issue, and Trev Albert's mind, the number one <laughs> issue for 
many years was people moving in different directions and now they're all sort of aligned with uh, the same goals in mind. Right. Um, but beyond, uh, beyond some of the bigger picture stuff like, uh, like that that we mentioned, I mean, today was the first time we actually got to see the true freshmen at practice yeah. because this was the third and final open practice yep. period of fall camp. The first one, the true freshmen who are not allowed to speak to the media, they're not. Yeah, that's uh, a, the rule. Yeah, camp. we should probably say that because <laughs> yeah, rules um, rule. First practice, they were uh, they were in the secondary uh, or the second practice period when it was split mm -hmm. up, and then uh, this, so we didn't see them in the second practice period. We they were all way over to the side to where the, you the area we couldn't go <laughs> with like incredible <laughs> Hawkeye vision. Right. Um, but today we did catch a glimpse of them. Um, there's Malachi Coleman out there mm -hmm. running as a, a blocker on punt return. And yeah. you mentioned Omar Hales. Mm -hmm. He was over there yelling at uh, Malachi um, to pretty much get in front of him, get in yeah. front of the, the gunner. And he was yelling that. Malachi did. Yep. And then a fellow true freshman, Ethan Nation, fielded the punt cleanly. He was able to uh, make a couple jump cuts and scoot up field. Um, so we saw both of those guys uh, on the field. Ethan Nation, he's the one who's sort of yeah. starting to catch some steam. He is, Even, yeah. Maybe he's not going to have a breakout true freshman year, but he is starting to, to stick out. Yeah, he definitely is. And I, I noted him a little bit, too. I had some photos in our photo gallery of him kind of fielding those punts and running around a little bit. He does, as Matt Rule, to steal his phrase um, from today's press conference, looks dynamic out mm -hmm. there, right? Um, I like the way that Matt Rule talks about those guys, though, when he discusses guys like Ethan Nation, because, of course, we're going to ask specifically about those guys. He says, listen, we'll see if he pops right away. There's a lot that has to happen for a true freshman, especially one that arrived in the summer, um, to be able to go ahead and play, um, especially to start the season off in Big Ten play maybe game six or seven like he was talking about some of the wide receivers maybe that's when they'll help um, but there's no rush to get those guys out on the field and I, th I thought that was the right way to take things yeah and I don't want to have us be in danger of I feel like a lot of a lot of us a lot of the Nebraska media and us very much yeah. included you hear a name that uh, you don't expect to hear um, yeah. when a coach will say we'll mention a guy who's standing out in practice or Jeff Sims which he mentioned Ethan Nation right. when he asked for when he was asked for individual standouts from Saturday's scrimmage, individual defensive standouts, and don't want to go, don't want to hammer it home too much and hype up mm -hmm. a player too much because I feel like we uh, sometimes get in danger of that. But Ethan Nation, he is catching eyes. And uh, like Greg said, like Rule said, Maybe it's not today, but he's mm -hmm. going to be dynamic for us. Someday. But that's good, though. Remember, I, I wrote a, a story now. It might have been a week ago. What is time? It goes by really fast about why it's good for you to hear those names, but you're not. You just put them in your back pocket. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes, you know, a couple weeks ago, Matt Rule mentioned Sam Sledge, right? We haven't heard about him since then. That's not a bad thing necessarily. It just means that he's still developing, right? Like in the future, you're going to need those guys. So hearing about Ethan Nation flashing now actually shows some good things for the future. And maybe it won't be right now, but they're going to need him when the program turns around under Matt Rule, right? Yep, and another true freshman, I'm not going to uh, go into, dive into it too much, mm. is running back Quentin Knives, but um, I wrote up about him. Um, more thoughts than I thought I had, mm -hmm. but the more yeah. I just kept uh, just looking at my notebook from practice today, it's just more and more came to my mind about about Ives as true freshman um, running back in EJ Barthel's room, and you can go read that at InsideNebraska.com under our practice observations, but uh, one more thing before we get out of here was the tight ends and that rule, Josh Martin, Thomas yeah. Fedoni meeting with the media today. And uh, Fedoni, and you guys caught it that <laughs> him and him and Rule are 
sounding a lot alike these yeah, days. Oh yeah. yeah, definitely. You know, the, the description of Rule with the way that Thomas describes himself, and we've now heard from him a couple of times, Thomas Fedoni, if you were aware of his recruitment, you heard it then as well. Um, he's a guy that holds himself to a high standard. Like, it's, it's almost like, you know, he's been good his whole life. He knows he's good and he has big goals, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think it, I think it's really neat that he verbalizes that because you can't hit something if you don't verbalize it, right? At least yeah. in my mind. He, he, um, said, he said, I'm never going to be where I need to be. Like, that's his, yeah. that's his mindset. Like, I'm never going to be good enough. And, that's, so, and, and Matt Rule actually said that he's just like that. He says he's, uh, he's just like that, which is how they, I think, have ended up bonding, right? Um, but even on the flip side of that, Matt Rule talked about this, and, and so did Thomas, that, you know, you've got to, you can have that perfectionist in you and you have those lofty goals, but at the same time, if you have a bad play, don't dwell on it. Uh, what's next? <laughs> that's the right. phrase, one of the phrases, right? Hashtag. Um, hashtag, what's next? So <laughs> they say that all the time. Uh, well, he talked about that, about how they say that in the huddle to, to each other. Did they say 1% uh, better? No, they said what's next oh, in the, okay. in the no, huddle is what they better. say. No, no, no. That's only for outside of games okay. and, and periods. Okay. Um, okay. That's the overall picture. The detail is what's next. Um, it, it works, though. <laughs> it's easy to remember. It's catchy. Uh, but Thomas Fedoni, if he forgets, if he can forget that one bad play, what's next? Move on, and then you can just go from there. Yeah, and what was interesting, just one final point for me on Fedoni and Matt Rule. Uh, in the summer, in June, Fedoni did a, an interview with Jessica Cootie from Huskers Radio Network, and he talked about the fact that he said, me and Coach Ruler have gotten closer than I could have ever imagined. And I think we've just seen that, yeah. that relationship strengthen and strengthen. And I mean, it's important for a talent of his caliber, a position that's going to be used yep. as highly in this, uh, in this Marcus Satterfield offense for that relationship to be there. So um, I don't know if you had any other points before we get out of here. Uh, Josh Martin, we might have wanted to touch on. Yeah, we did. We did meet Josh Martin, the new tight ends coach, coming came into that role under uh, kind of unexpected circumstances. We met him, and I think it's my high level takeaway from that is it is very easy to see why people have high praise for him and seem to really like him. Um, the way that he kind of told stories, um, he talked about how, um, and you can watch his video on our YouTube channel here, the direct um, quote um, about how you know he pretended to be a black shirt as a kid when he was playing tackle football. Uh, it was a great story. I, I'm not going to do it justice, but there was a lot there to to know how he's bonded with his players and recruits for that matter <laughs> pretty quickly. Yeah, and you, like Greg said, you can uh, watch the press conference with Josh Martin, Matt Rule, Anthony Grant, Nori Nuili, and Thomas Fedoni at the Inside Nebraska mm -hmm. YouTube channel. And uh, we have all of those videos and coverage, practice observations at InsideNebraska.com. So you can go and catch all of that today, tomorrow, the rest of the week until we talk with uh, with Tony White, some defensive assistants, and some players on Friday, the next media availability. Black shirt stay, maybe. Yeah, maybe. No, do I need to put that in there? Wow, you do. <laughs> oh, boy, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. My bad. Well, here's Greg for hype man. All around, <laughs> all around great guy and, and hype man. Yeah. Eternal yeah. hype man. Greg Smith. I'm Zach Carpenter, and we'll catch you guys again next time.